When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit and welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 152. In today's episode, we discuss Rob's journey to Disneyland and Club 33 uh, as he relived and can attest to the Disney magic, um, not sponsored, just so we're clear. Uh, but we will take a sponsorship if that's on the table, Mr. Mouse, Mr. Mickey. Um, talk about me trying to get some tickets for League of Legends, Sag. Um, there was, oh, um, Rob's attempting his first Pokemon Nuzlocke. Some insight into yeah. that. Uh, I got another knife. Lo, help me. Uh, some other stuff. Um, so enjoy this episode. Uh, let's get into it. Not yet, Mr. Fruit. I'm going to interrupt you there. I have oh, a, review. I, I have a review. I said ad read. Um, this one is done Tuesday. So the ad reviews are, you know, they're starting to come back here. The ad reviews? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Uh, says Twisted Rage 72 Hello, lads. I just wanted to say thank you for the three of you have truly done for so much of me and for so many others. If I could rate this podcast 100,000 out of 10, I would. Every week I find myself looking forward to another conversation between you all. No matter the topic, you always engage me and I find anything... I was worried about fading away. Thank you again for the amazing work you guys do and keep up the amazing work. Thanks, man. Now thanks, let's get into thanks it. Thanks for that ad review. <laughs> and let's get into it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GGO Versi Podcast, episode 152. And in today's episode, hey, you know how it is. We got stuff on the docket. We got stuff. We got with not only do we have stuff, oh, we have yeah. other stuff too. I know, oh. not only double stuff. Speaking of which, we'll just start with, um, yeah, this is the butterfly knife you were hearing, Rob. Oh, yeah, it's Octane's uh, butterfly knife. I have That's my own fun. heirloom, uh, and I will say, there's just no chance somebody would actually run because this little syringe thing, dude. Very sketchy. Yeah, I've OD'd like 20 different times. Oh. Um, well, I mean, he's supposed to jab it in him. Like, I know. You know. I don't know how. Like, what the and fuck? He, like, and he pr probably like on like the off. He's like a couple, a, cu a couple little, couple, couple injections here and there on, on accident. You know what I mean? Slide. I, need to, I need to play Apex again. You know, I always see people playing Apex. I go, man, Apex is fun. But I don't, I don't go and play it. I, I, I don't know why. Dork Joey and I recently played the Gun Runner, Gun Run. Here's what it's called. Uh, some new event where it's essentially like gun game. Um, and I love gun game. So like, oh, it's a match made. I love Apex. I That's didn't fun. like it. I didn't like it. Oh, why is that? 
I don't know. You just didn't. It just didn't work for Apex. It just yeah. It just because it's four teams of three. It's like team gun game. Oh, it's not like free for all. No, I I don't think they'll ever put anything in where you're not in a team of three. I think it's just a thing. Um, uh. and so you have to go from like the guns are randomized. You always end on a knife though, but you go from one to twenty five, and the premise is cool. So like, you all start randomly on like the car. Let's say get a kill with the car you'll go to number two however if i'm still in the car and like joey you got a kill with the car already and he's on number two i go to number three so you like you how do you mess that jump up? up like uh well no i i think it's fine because the problem is like um but I the know. one of the problems is like if you get like l star or um like a triple take or something sometimes you guys are just stuck for a while. Um, but, so there's that part of it, which was an interesting twist. But I think part of it is just, it, it wasn't made for a TDM-like mode. So they just take yeah. like random locations from the actual BR maps. Yeah, I figured. And then just like and have so, a circle. Like yeah, and so it just doesn't really flow well. I think it's like the best way to say it. So like on paper... It all sounds great, but it was one of those things where just in practice, I was like, I don't know. I'm not feeling yeah. it. Yeah, I bummer. mean, it sucks that they... Would you have liked it more, would you say, if it was like traditional gun game or you start with P2020 and then everybody's on the Mozambique? Like, because like, um, at that point, it's like you have bad guns, but it makes it even because most of the people are stuck on those guns as well. Well, no, no, no. Like, the, the, the guns each match are random, but everybody has the same order. It's just that instead of every game, the first gun's P2020 for everybody, it might be the Mozambique. Yeah, so everyone has the same progression. It's just each match, that progression is starts. It could either start on the P2020 or the triple take. Right. So 1 through 24 are random, but the same for everyone. 25 is always the knife. Yeah. Do you go backwards if someone kills you? I don't remember if that's an actual gun game rule. Yeah, if you get meleeed, which is the gun game rule, or like in Kadishby if you get knifed, um, because that was the melee. But yeah, you go back one. Um, typically, I I went back once, but typically, um, you're not in fights anyway where you're gonna be really punching people. Because um, like part of it too is like with that specific game on stuff and the maps, like two thirds of the roster are just useless. Like two thirds oh, really? of the like legends just like don't. Oh, do so anything. they do have like all their like abilities, skills, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um. Interesting. But yeah, game sick. I mean, I love Apex. It's just yeah, I like that Apex mode. Too. I don't know. Maybe I also just didn't give it. We we played for like an hour, hour and a half, and I was like, ah. <sighs> we tried, boys. We tried. Um, but yeah, it's a good thing. I was telling, but it's a good thing. This is not real. It is not real. In case you're curious, you're like, oh my god, he's gonna hurt himself. Yeah, I would. Does it actually like work? He would like, have if you like. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like, like it's an actual butterfly knife. Oh, yeah. like it work. It's just like my practice one. Yeah, except exactly. it's bougie. I'm not. I'm not That's gonna cool. get. I'm not gonna get him in an un, an unusable octane knife. You know, I'm gonna. Oh, for those that well, know, the liquid too is. I I was so happy the liquid looked great. I I I had it and I didn't open it. I was like, I don't want it to even. I don't. Even, I don't even want to even look upon it. I don't even want like the first person has to be fruit. Uh, for those oh, that don't no. know, for context, uh, finally got fruit as wedding gift. I've been oh. Meaning to get it to him for a while, I was like, "I'll take it to him at Fruit Summit," and then I asked 
like I pre-called TSA. I was like, hey, can I bring this? Like, oh, it's yeah. a no. it's a butterfly knife, but like you know, it's but like it's fake. Not real. Oh, come on. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, they're like, absolutely not. I was they're like, already what? dialing FBI. Like, I was yeah. like, what? I, was like, what I wouldn't even have thought about that, Blue. That's a good call. I like if I had bought that, I would have never thought that. I was like, what? And then yeah, absolutely not. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Whatever. So I finally got shipped what? to him, and uh, I'm really happy that he likes it because it's really high like, quality. Yeah, I figured that was for his birthday because his birthday was like recent. No. Well, you know, but a little bit both, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. It, it, it probably feels like it probably feels like birthday too because he's. I'm just. I'm happy that he likes it, and then. Uh, still waiting on Claire's to get there. I hope she likes it too. She likes hers. Oh, well, also it's, came with a cool. Uh, let me see, like that a apex, apex sign, so yeah. you can like put it on the thing. So you got Claire the uh, oh, what's his name? What's the other robot I play? His you got her there, find the, the boxing yeah, gloves. The, yeah, you got Claire boxing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> ding, well, ding, ding. Or the uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll be there by the time uh. A podcast comes out, but you know, she got her she got her own little heirloom. Uh oh, hey, speaking of stuff that got through the mail, I'm glad you guys uh blue oh, yeah. especially got your card mats or your little play mats. Yeah, uh, I guess blue's got delivered to his neighbor, but <laughs> yeah. So like, is this yours? So Are I wasn't in Blue Westlow? <laughs> is this yours? <laughs> so I wasn't in town and Rob got um uh art of our for the for his content website that uh uh Mr. Silva yeah. got done incredible art. Yeah, still still concept, still trying to get approved through financial team. They're not really fans of it, but hey, we're still trying to get approved. And so he got us the it's these mouse uh, these like mouse the dead mats, the samples. They're super nice. Unfortunately, a little small. I'll use you know yeah, I'll use yeah, it for my Pokemon I, TCG endeavor. That's what I would say. I, I would say for me personally, it's too small for a mouse pad. Like I fucking fling that thing. So for me, it, but like for people that like have a normal day job and stuff like that, it's probably fine. But I would say more so for like gamers and stuff, it's definitely like play mat material. Well, and so here's the thing. I was like. I was like, yeah, I never got it, bro. He's like, what do you, what do you mean you never got it? I yeah, like, didn't even. Out. I was like, yeah, I didn't even show my ring door, bro. Like, no one, like, hey, nobody was here on Tuesday, bro. And so it turns out, uh, my neighbor got it, and they stopped by like a couple days ago. They're like, oh, yo, yeah, they uh, they they dropped this at my doorstep for some reason. Here you go. I was like, oh, wicked. Yeah, very pog. So very pog. Yeah, I really like them. So, hope you guys like them as your playmats. Cuz I know it ain't fit Mr. Fruits motion. I I do have I do have a big boy. Very big boy. And what is it again? What is your your My mouse pad? Uh, I think it's like 4 foot by 3 foot. No, but like what's the thing on it? The design? Yeah. Oh, it's the from that Mr. Fruit Wave collection most recently. That's right. That's right. Um Black edition because I knew I would make a mess, and it's still, still made a mess. So go me. Hey, I got my Mister Fruit collection. It fits perfectly with my keyboard. Um, speaking of fitting perfectly, ooh, uh, come on, mm-hmm. go on. Hey, speaking of fitting perfectly, 
uh, Joey and I in our Nuzlocke do ah. not fit perfectly together at all. Oh, good one. There we go. Yeah. We nice. got the station. <laughs> we hey, got I got to say, slow. I respect you guys for doing Nuzlocke, okay? Like, I am not a Pokemon expert by any means, okay? I think it's even fun to say Pokemon because that's what my dad says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at some point, it stops being ironic. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Joey and I, for one of his sub goals, um, he had Rob and Joey do a Nuzlocke. Now, I figured at some point in the future, inevitably, uh, the Nuzlocke time will come where I do one with Mr. Fruit. So I thought, like, maybe I should prep a little bit. So the original idea was to do Heart Gold. Now, um, Heart Gold seemed fun because I have played Heart Gold. But, like, that's not why I wanted to do a Nuzlocke. You know what I mean? I want to learn about your guys' world. You know, like I want to learn, Thanks, and, Dad. you know, and and learn why you guys love your Pokemon so much. So um, the whole point of this is I have a lot of respect for you guys for understanding typing and shit like that. Like, I can't tell you how hard it is for me to go like, all right, so five a fighting type and the fighting type is a weak against flying type for whatever reason, because that doesn't make any sense. Like grass and fire, I get that. But why would fighting type not like fun? Like I, it's like I don't get it. So mm, and I then like when it's you, have you ever tried punching a bird? Don't think so, bud. Yeah, fighting is usually more melee based, so they're out of your range. You know, like they're playing. You're more grounded. It's like well, Little Mac and Smash. To me, like sure, I shouldn't do any damage to them, but why does it do omega damage to me? Because they caught you slipping. I don't know. <laughs> they caught me slipping. I'll tell Patrick, you one. One of the things West. I have a fi- my fighting type. My fighting type. Uh, I lose it to a big old fucking bird. Yep. And because yep. like, because I do a type and you, as, as soon as I put in the move, I was like, ah, I'll just do this. Cause like in Pokemon games, like you guys say, narratively, they are very easy. If you have your starter, you can literally just spam attack, attack, attack. And like 95% of the time you're going to win. Like you're going to yep. win and it's easy. You don't have to really think about typings and all that kind of stuff. Like, cause even if like, you do have like a type difference. Your starters are so like, oh, like water. Okay, electric and grass. Like I shouldn't have those out there. So like with when it gets into the little nuanced ones, that's where you kind of lose it. So as soon as I like did the attack, you just hear Joey go, wait, no. <laughs> like trying to like help me with typing. And then I get hit by a, I get hit by a gust wind and I go from 82 to zero pretty quickly. They'll get you. So I have a lot of respect for you guys for literally understanding every typing, every Pokemon, because it is so hard for me. Like it, it it, that's probably the hardest part. But we picked a uh, Pokemon uh, Black, I think, mm-hmm. um, because I've never played it. And to Blue, it's his absolute most favorite Pokemon game I, I think ever. Um. And I got to say, it's really sick. I'm not keeping up with the story, but the dude at the beginning is so based. Like the bad guy, he has a based opinion. He's pretty based. He's, he's like, based. he's like, why do like Pokemon? He's like, yeah, Joey's like explaining those. Yeah. So basically this guy's just like going up there and being basically saying like, yeah, Pokemon should all be free. Like, have you ever asked your Pokemon if they do like to battle? Like Pokemon should just be free and coexisting. I was like, that's based as fuck. Like this like, guy's the right? bad guy. <laughs> I was yeah, I was like, yeah, maybe we're the bad, the bad guy, guy in this story. So, um, Pokemon Black is actually really sick. Like the animations of the Pokemon are really cool. Um, and 
I can really see why Nuzlocks are kind of the preferred. I wouldn't say preferred way to run it, but for the Pokemon, uh, yeah, it's way more engaging, way more thinking, and like even if it wasn't randomized, it would still be like, um, like super fun. I just think the randomized uh, aspect of it also just makes it a little bit more. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool. And I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. Well, it makes it a little more exciting because for like the Nuzlocke part, it's like, I don't know what my next encounter could be. It could be literally anything. Whereas when it's not randomized, you know, out of like the five Pokemon that will appear in the the route or whatever. Um, But yeah, it's really fun. Joey and I are having a good time. He actually uploaded episode one early today. So um, yeah. Uh, So if you want to check it out, uh, you can go see it there. On Joey's uh, Joey's channel. Uh, YouTube channel specifically. Yes, exactly. But we are streaming it as well, so you Over can on catch Twitch. it on stream. Yeah. Um. Well, no, for me too, especially when I was like parts like that's when I did my first one, whatever you know, four or five years ago, whenever. That's when I realized I don't know as much as I thought I did, because um, just like that, like I never played competitive, uh, and I never did Nuzlocke, so I never really had to think about most most of this. So it's like, ah. so for me, it was like, all right, first what figure was your out first one. Uh, heart gold and soul silver. Okay. Um, it was like all right. And even then, or make do you sure get all the gens in there too, like from heart gold, or is it just the heart gold two gen to gen one? Uh, well, at the time, it technically came out during gen four. So when you randomize it, there's Pokemon all the way from gen one to gen four. 
Okay. Um, and yeah, for me, the first one was like, all right, I need to nail down typings because I just don't even quite remember all the typings. So as soon as I got that, then suddenly it's like, all right, well, now I have to memorize every Pokemon ability. What do those do? I have to memorize items. I have to... Uh, the other thing, too, is like rough... This is the part where I still kind of struggle is roughly knowing what every Pokemon is good or bad at. Like, if I see Gigalith come out, I'm like, sheesh, don't hit him with a physical attack. I need to go special attack just because he has a super high defense. And then that's the stuff where I'm still trying to like work on. See, like, um, ain't no chance I'm knowing that, and ain't no chance Joey even knows that. Like, that's like, the things I asked Joey, and I'm like, "What? What's this attack?" And he goes, uh, "I think it's like uh, psychic grass." And then it turns yeah, out I've, it's like I've <laughs> been watching some, and I'm like, "No, it's not, Joey. Like, come on, you're you're hurting my soul." Because um, another part of it too is knowing every Pokemon's type when you see them too. For the most part. I think I've got them now. But like that was like the first time I realized Goldak isn't water psychic. I was sitting there like Yeah. No shot. Or um What is he? Just water. Uh or like when Blue and I did our soul lock, that's when I finally paid attention to also primary typings versus secondary. And also realizing half Pokemon are water primary. Um even if they're dual type. Uh, oh my like, god, man. Yeah. The water lock. Um, so much water everywhere, dude. And one of the least water-based fucking gens. Like, where are they coming from, man? uh, See, now I want to go back and like watch your guys' nuzlocks. It's like now I kind of get it and stuff, you know. We see the thing is right. People talk. Well, we were the pre-shit talk era where. We had some shit talked about us, and we were called idiots, specifically me oh, in the early on phase. But, you know, hey, we, we knew what we were doing. Sometimes it was just it was just pure down to raw, like, unluckers, baby. And so I was like, man, the shit talk's getting, like, comment section's pretty rough for these Nuzlocks. But, you know, hey, the content is good. The content is good. And I'm so thankful I think me and Fruit are both so thankful that you guys suck way more than we ever could. We suck. You guys are so much more garbage, and I think it makes people appreciate well that while me and Fruit are bad, at least we're not. At least we're not bad enough to where holy shit, we have no idea what's going on. Like man, thank you and Joey for being garbage because quite honestly. I would be in the dumps if I was like, am I really that? Like, I'm a, I'm a no life Pokemon head ass. <laughs> like, it's not, uh, like, it's not like Rob where Rob just like Pokemon's pretty cool, you know. No, I'll dabble in it, Pokemon. But like me, I'm like, that's what, that's what Still I do. Like, that's what I do. So like, if people don't, if people, if there are people <laughs> that suck worse than me, then I would feel really bad. So thank you. Well, for I reminded think me that I'm a no lifer. The other thing too is it's comment or common comment section stuff where it's like oh well can't believe you make this mistake trust me once you boot up yeah, your own Nuzlocke, yeah. Uh, and like you actually have the stakes uh, first off yeah you'll be like oh wait yeah this is a lot harder and secondly uh, I think we briefly talked about this before we started because um, like Rob even mentioned like he was being like a heel bot and like playing super safe and he was like eh it's not really fun so like sometimes you do make some 
risks, even if they're calculated, or like some dumb mistakes, which you don't always plan for, but it also makes it a lot more interesting too. Well, it's like, oh, I'm at like 32 HP, like, sure, I could super potion for the 20th time. Or it's like maybe I, you know, bubble gun here and maybe like it may kill it. But if I get crit, like it'll kill me. And guess what? It crits every time when I think that way. It's why like Joey always gets mad at me because when we did our locks, I added some spice. But a lot of the spice is like uh, unfun protectors. Like one of the ones when we did like Diamond and Pearl, whatever. It's like you can only use three healing items in a battle because just like that, like... Yeah, most of the time I'm up against something. All right, if I healed enough, I can PP stall. We'll be fine. Yeah, well, how's that fun? So instead, yeah. you do like three heals, and suddenly, like, okay, I can't heal. Yeah. How am I going to do I've this? I've tear zooed like at least 20 different times in this <laughs> run. Like, I've and, totally stalled it out. Because it just makes a lot more other encounters or fights where, like, otherwise it would have been like, oh, okay, just more interesting. Um, but there is like a fine balance, which is like me as I add my own rules. Unfortunately, I learn as I go. Um, so it's very typical of me, like rules change mid-lock because it's like, oh, we didn't think about this. Um, but if you can find like that nice, sweet little balance, makes it way more interesting. Um, and so for me, in this, in, I don't have many rules on this one I'm doing right now because I don't know what to expect because it's a fake game. I know nothing. I don't know the Pokemon. I don't know what I'm up against. So... I wasn't going to be like, okay, well, we're adding this rule and this rule. And then it turns out like, oh, Jesus. Uh, but it's fun all the same. Speaking of fun, you know, it's not fun. Let me hear it. Running a League of Legends World Championship tickets. Let me tell you. Ooh. They went on sale two days ago. Well, as of the time of this recording, 28th of September. Wanted to get finals tickets. Uh, it was going to be in Los Angeles, uh, like first now- week in November. That's just grand finals tickets, correct? Yeah, just finals. Okay. The other tickets had already gone on sale before. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was like for the finals. And I was like, oh, I really want to go. I went last time they were here, which was like 2016, I think. And that was in New York, right? Semifinals. Okay. Uh, finals were also in LA. Okay. Um, and we went to Staples Center for that one, I believe. Um, and... It was sick. And I'm like, oh, I got to do this again, especially because it finally came back. The thing is, it's been six years since it's come to North America. If it ever does, it'll probably be at least another six. So I was like, ah, I got to go. Got to get these tickets. Not a chance. Uh, First off, they were like, like one specific site was selling them or whatever. And then they did like pre-sales to like MasterCard Plus members. And then... The next in line were some other people, and then it was the public, like me, uh, and then waiting in line. And the thing, too, is like the MasterCard Plus people were sitting in queue, uh, and as soon as it popped, most of them didn't even get tickets. They're just gone. Um, it's just So long story short, I didn't even have a chance at a ticket. Uh, scalps right now are like 1,000 for nosebleeds. I have, a, I have so the tickets right here in sad. front of me on a, on a resale site. Um, okay, so I've been to Staples Center. I think it's like the Crypto Center now. Or no, it's at Chase Center. Um, I've never been to the Chase Center, so let me preface this, actually. Um, the It's upper level row 21. That is about as high as you can get, okay? Like, you're flying type when you're that high. Yeah. Uh, so watch out, fighting types. Um, 
Yeah, watch that. Eight hundred and twenty-seven dollars each. Ooh, that's ridiculous. Da- just to be in the building, okay? That's just to be in the building. So stupid. Uh, and then the other thing too is most of those sites will have fees. So like, yep, another hundred dollars for one of those tickets, or like hundred. Well, yeah, here I'll just kind of go through it. Select. I want this one. Okay, I'm not going to sign up an email address. <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, so like that's actually about a thousand dollars after processing fees or whatever, because I, who knows why, um, just screw me, well, man. I want to go. Level is 1600, bro. Like what? Like I wanted to go so bad. So screw me. Um, are you going to go to like a movie theater now and maybe watch it type of thing? I know they do uh, that. Like. Yeah, I need to see. I, I guess if I can find some sort of watch party or something. Um, just won't be the same. Oh, not even yeah, close. Yeah. Um, but going from fun to unfun, back to fun. How was your time at Disneyland, Rob? Oh, dude. Okay. I'm going to take a so, quick. I'm going to uh, go to the Guardians room real quick. You're good. Uh, little Guardians room. Um, to preface this, um, I've been to Disneyland. This is California Disneyland. I have been to Disneyland in my life. I was very privileged as a child. Uh, I've probably gone about over 30 times in my life. Um, you know, we, I used to go as a kid, like almost God, four or five times a year. Um, and then I got to my teenage rebellious years. I was like, I ain't going to that stupid ass kitty shit. Fuck that. And then you get back to like you're 23 and 24 and life kind of hits you in the dick and life sucks. And it's like, oh, yeah, dude, Disneyland's awesome. Why did, get... so did I stop this? Did I yeah, stop exactly. This? It's like, you know what? Disneyland's awesome because it like takes me away from reality and I'm happy here and I can just be a, I can be a kid again. You know what I mean? That's why I think Disneyland like is awesome. Like my, my opinion on Disneyland has changed. What's not awesome is how expensive it is. Like that is what's crazy about it. Oh, 100%. Like the fact that like the the middle income family is priced like to if you want to take your family three to Disneyland, it's at least a thousand dollars just to get in the door, and then it's like at least another couple hundred, at least five hundred dollars for food. Anyways, I don't want to complain about Disneyland, but uh, we're going there for my cousin's bachelor party. Um, Blue, uh, are you a Disneyland fan? Like, are you a Disney fan? Like, have you ever been? Uh, I do love me some Disney. Um, I remember when I went a couple years ago, and I was like, this is not nearly as impressive as I remember it being. Because when I was a kid, I was like, this is the best fucking place on earth. This is the best fucking place on This is the best fucking place. But yeah. then I went, and I was like, everything, you know, as an adult, it's not quite doesn't quite have the same luster okay for me and i know a lot of people disagree but you know to me i was just like huh i was kind of expecting a little more but i will say experience was still pretty fun blue or mr fruit what's your opinion on disneyland like have you ever been like do you would you enjoy do you still enjoy as an adult type of thing i went once when i was like seven maybe eight um I don't remember much. Was, I I do remember going on uh, Space Mountain or whatever the fudge. Okay. Um, and almost dying. That was about <laughs> it. Because um, I was with my dad, and it was just like on the seat. It was just like a bar that came down. Yeah, it, it literally is like just a little like beep. Yeah. Like 
And at the time, my dad's much bigger than I am. So that bar isn't helping me at all. Um, so I'm just like free balling it. And we do start going. I'm I'm tiny and like I'm my dad's having to like hold me down because <laughs> I'm like gripping this thing and I'm like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die on this ride. Um that's all I remember. So clearly uh went really well. That and the giant most turkey place legs. On Earth. Yeah, that and giant turkey legs. That's all I remember. Um uh, and then aside so, from that, yep, never gone. It's not I don't know, it just doesn't really interest me. Yeah, so like, if you're in Disney, if you're in way. California, you're not like, oh, let's go to Disneyland. Like, I, if we have like a some time or something, um, maybe. But like, like does Claire like Disneyland or like? I don't really think she's gone much either. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna make a trip around. I see like, Disney yeah. or something. Like if we're there, and we're not doing something else, maybe. Like if you went to the League World Championship, like you would make a trip around the League World Championships, yeah. not a trip around Disneyland, right? Like, if I were there and I had extra days, yeah, maybe I'd go to Disney. Yeah. But not making the trip around. Yeah, something else. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're doing it for my cousin's bachelor party who has, like, annual passes. He's, like, a Disney stand. Him and his uh, fiance stand. Uh, so, we go uh, to Disneyland. And I don't know if you guys, like, know uh, some Disney lore. Um, but there's a very exclusive, like, club at Disneyland. Well, I do remember um, and, seeing people respond to your tweet like, "How'd you manage that, man?" Yeah, pretty know. much. So, like, our, my our friend, I call him our friend now because uh, he's a cool guy. Uh, his <laughs> name's Woody. Well, his name's not Woody, but his last name's like Wood something. Um, if you guys country. have ever seen the movies Alien, um, any movie that has a gorilla in it, uh, that's his dad. Uh, his dad like plays Alien. He like plays. Uh, he played like some gorilla in a movie. I forget. Um, but Woody. Excuse real, me for dropping in. Yeah. Real cool, <laughs> real cool guy. Maybe he plays Winston when the movie comes Winston, out. Winston. Um, he actually, um, he actually like runs a production company now or something like that. And he actually helped oversee the uh, new alien suit in the movie Prey or whatever. Uh, his like company helped like oversee like the whole uh, building of like the, the Predator. Predator, yeah, that's right. Predator, yeah. Well, uh, so, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Woody um, uh, works at Disneyland. And Woody is friends with all kinds of characters at Disneyland, if you ca- catch what I'm throwing down. Uh, all the tall ones. Uh, so Woody's with friends with all those guys at Disneyland. So um, uh, he has like an inn at Club 33. So Club 33 is like this. I've I've never eaten at a place like this in my whole life. Have you guys ever eaten at a place where it's like the menu has no pictures, like, and it just like says first entree, second entree, third on, or like it's like appetizer, like like a little another appetizer, main entree, dessert. Like you order those all before you do anything. Right. I've never been at a place like that, and you guys may say like, there's a place in Disneyland that has that. Yes, uh, it's called Club 33. It's kind of like by Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like that. Um, And basically, it's a member-only place where I think the annual fee is from anywhere from like, I think the lowest one is like 15000 and the highest goes all the way up to like $40,000 a year. Um, Just to be like a member at this club. Right. And so um, apparently like waitlist is like, 
at least three to five years, they said, or like is what they say. Um, and also, um, it's like you're in Los Angeles, obviously. So everybody who's a member is like, you know, a celebrity of some sort or something like that. So Woody gets us an in at Club 33. So we get a table for eight reservation. And dude, it is like one of the most incredible like meals I've ever had. Um, so uh, it kind of like tells you about the history of Club 33. Basically, Walt Disney. There's kind of all kinds of different kind of stories, but the main one people go with is like, Walt Disney wanted a place where he could entertain uh, the 33 original members uh, or investors of Disney. Um, and he wasn't really big on alcohol being served at the parks because he wanted this to be like, you know, kind of kid friendly and stuff like that. So before Star Wars land, where you can go to the cantina and get some alcoholic drinks, this was the only place in like 55 years or like 45 years at Disney where you could only get alcohol. It was the only place on Disney that served alcohol. Um, so naturally I get alcoholic drinks that just taste like ass. Um, and that's how I just, I know I don't like alcohol. Cause even when I'm at like, this cocktail is worth $28 and it's the finest of, you know, and I still taste it. And I go <laughs> like, after, yeah, like, whoa, I just, like it's basically I take a drink of it and then I grab my water and like chase it with the water kind of thing. Uh so um I order uh oh, I took pictures. I, I I normally don't take pictures of like the food I'm eating, but this was like, you know, I'm not at Chili's going like, ooh, like <laughs> can't wait to eat these big mouth bites, you know, like um so the first entree uh, was this uh, this shrimp oh. like asparagus? Ooh, yeah, it's like shrimp asparagus, like a fried asparagus, a jumbo and like a, so a sauce. Yeah, it's like two jumbo shrimps. Uh, delicious. Uh, very very good. Uh, loved it. My cousin, bro, is so redneck. It's insane. Uh, he's. Do you guys eat the tail of the shrimp? Oh fuck yeah, baby! Do you oh. really, Blue? I don't, dude, man. if the whole shrimp is fried, I'm yeah. I'm eating the tail, bro. Really? That's hundred percent. I ain't so a tail like, no. Oh, also when we walk in and sit down, my cousin looks at me. He goes, "I think they're all staring at us. They totally know we don't belong here." Like, we also wore like nice clothes to Disneyland, by the way. Like, we didn't wear like. Disneyland first time, like type of shit. Like, <laughs> like I, I wore like a nice golf polo and some black jeans and like some comfy sneakers that looked like nice. Um, so, um, damn blue, I'm really like. So next time I eat, like I didn't even try to. You eat, don't need to. Like I'm just. It's just if the entire shrimp is cooked and seasoned, the yeah. tail's seasoned too, bro. So like I'm finna. I'm finna yeah, your pull money's up. worth. <laughs> And eat the tail. Okay, so like the next meal, I get this um, apple soup. Um, it's like, oh, I, I didn't take a picture of the actual menu items. I should have, so I could tell you exactly what I got. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. But basically, it was like this apple soup with like, uh, like cuts of like beef into it. I'll show you the picture here. 
doesn't look great. It looks like diarrhea poop. But trust <laughs> me, that it was, one not, del- not as it was delicious. But what was really funny about that meal is they bring you the bowl. And it's one of those weird kind of like, ooh, like you're at a fine restaurant. Let me find a weird way to serve you this. So it's like a little bowl in the center, but then like a big radius plate around it. So it's like none of the, the radius. So it's just funny. And so it gets it gets brought to us and it's just like two little pieces of meat, a little bit of like vegetables in there, and then like the apple kind of sauce. And my cousin goes, wow, the soup looks really good. I go, Anthony, there's no fucking broth in here. There's no way you're telling me that this is a soup. And he goes, no, that little like puree over there, like that's the broth. Like that's your soup. I went, dude, shut the fuck up. I was like, yeah. And like, he's dead serious. Like he thought that that was the soup. And I was like, no, Anthony, like there has to be some sort of broth out here. And later on, they bring out the broth that they like pour out of the thing. So he goes, oh, I would have totally eaten like all the stuff first before they brought out the broth. And I was like, no, like there's no way it's that fancy to the point where uh, they don't give you like any broth. Uh, The next picture or the, the thing I got next, I couldn't decide, dude. They had like they had like this pasta thing, but then it had mushrooms in it. And the last thing I want to do at a fancy fucking restaurant is be like, actually, like, I don't like mushrooms, so can you, like, keep those off? Because, like, I almost feel like that's an insult to the chef. You know what I mean? Like, at that point, you're eating, like, fine food. So I order uh, this chicken, like, salad type of thing. Uh, I played it safe. Looking back, maybe I shouldn't have played it as safe. Um, but this is, like, the picture of it. Uh, oh, come on. So it's like there's chicken underneath there, trust me. That's how you so know it's it fancy because like, apparently they pronounce it salad. Yeah, so it was like – it was a very like – it had like strawberries on it. It was just a very refreshing chicken like salad type thing. It was good. Um, And then the last thing I got was like this uh this peach tart, uh, which was very good. Um, And then so some kid – some like seven year old is having like a birthday party at Club Thirty Three. Now they don't go like happy happy birthday. You know they don't do that and shit. Uh, basically, what the the waitress told us because she she like gave us so like this kid gets a cake and it's like the bottom of it it's like Mickey Mouse's shorts, okay, and then the top is like Mickey Mouse's body, like the the circle thing, and then it had like two Mickey ears on top of it, and we're like, oh my god, that's just like the cutest thing ever. And it's like a little family of four. One kid's just on his Game Boy like this. Like just fucking not even like engaging with his family. It's so funny. I was like, dude, you're at Club 33. Like just shows like somehow some kids have it in the world. Uh, so I'm like, man, that looks so fun. Little do we know the the w- lady sitting there goes like, oh, like we're no way we're going to eat this cake. And we're not going to carry around a cake at Disneyland all fucking day. Just give it to that table of eight dudes over there. They'll eat it. <laughs> Uh, right. Well, thank you, lady. We did. Um, so, like, they come out with, like, the little uh, cuts of cake from that kid's birthday party. So, they're like, yeah, like, you can eat it. And so, like, we ate it, dude. Delicious cake. They don't do that you, uh, specifically for people. What you have to do is they said you have to – they order from a different cake restaurant and then just have the cake sent to Disneyland because or to Club 33 because – uh, in California, you have to have a specific address to have a liquor license. So Club 33 has its own address within Disneyland. 
So there's two addresses technically to Disneyland. It's like Disneyland's address, and then there's Club 33's own address. Uh, and then, so like this may um, give you guys kind of an idea where it is if you've ever been. Um, so you can go on like the balcony outside and like look at all the peasants walking around. <laughs> so this is kind of like where it's at. So this is like kind of where it's at. So that's where like the river is for Fantasia or Fantasmic and all that kind of stuff. So you're like right above Pirates of the Caribbean. And um, it this is the drink I got. Um, huh. So it, it was the Emerald Anniversary. So it, it's been 55 years of Club 33. So all the stuff was like like themed around this anniversary and stuff like that. And after the 55th anniversary, they just go back to like having like normal merch and like normal, like cast member outfits. Oh, this was a thing we asked, um, the, our like, so, uh, our bus boy Dakota and the, to call him a bus boy, dude is like underselling like what he does. Like, like it was crazy. So like if you ordered the super, uh, per se, like they take all your silverware away and then give you like new silverware. Right. He knew exactly who ordered the soup and who ordered like uh like whatever the other appetizer was. Oh, salmon. Uh and knew if they got salmon to give them a fork and if they got the soup you give them a spoon. So like just like those little details like makes it go so like I'm super far away. We asked like how long it takes to get a job at Club 33. Dakota goes like, "Oh, it takes you like a long time." I was like, "How long you got to work in the slums?" I was like, "To get to get up to here." He goes, well, he goes, Kristen over there has been here for 25 years. She worked 20 years down below before she got promoted to here. Uh, Austin's been here for like 40 years, but it took him about 30 to get like it's and it was like insane. Like just the amount of like work that goes into just getting into that place and like just working there because it's a totally different vibe, dude. It's like you feel like you're walking into a country club. Um, Uh. Like it, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, the amount of like detail that goes into that type of thing, uh, and all that type of stuff. I have like other pictures too, um, of like the scenery. Okay, so this was okay. So this was one of the desserts that you could get. One of the desserts was so that's the cake. You could kind of see the cake, <laughs> and that, those are cheeses. Uh, so one of the desserts they had cheese, and my cousin got the cheese. It's so funny, bro. He goes to like take a bite of the cheese. And Dakota all of a sudden like interrupts him and goes, actually, sir, these are the crackers that you eat the cheese with. <laughs> and we all just started bust, busting up laughing. Uh, oh, this was like one of like the raspberry things you could get. I didn't get this, but this looks really delicious. Oh, come on. Bring light. Like a, like a Chocolate raspberry something. mousse cake type of thing. I don't know. Um, oh, this was the tart I got. You're making me real uh, hungry. I'll tell you that. This was the tart I got, actually. Well, this is the tart Anthony got. That's why it says, like, congratulations on there. By the way, that <laughs> congratulations is in chocolate, so you can eat it. Yeah. Uh, so that's, like, the uh, the peach tart that I got. It was pretty good. Yeah, um, I got this because our waitress was like, it's so good. Like, you just have to get it. Like, it – so, like, the people at our table, like, like to have coffee for dessert. For whatever reason, like there's people out there that love having like coffee espressos for dessert. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So exactly. So she goes, we have this espresso martini that is very good, and they're all like, ah, like mm, I might just get an espresso. She goes, the espresso martini is so good. Like you just have to get it. 
So like I'm just here. I was like, you know what? Like I hate coffee. I hate alcohol. Like let me get the espresso martini. <laughs> uh, so wouldn't you know this, it? I hated it. <laughs> this was the espresso martini. Oh come on. Oh come on. Okay, so right there, there's the espresso martini. I could tell. I I fucking hated it. It was absolutely <laughs> the worst thing I've ever had. But I drank it. That's why I was. I was pretty I fucked it up. I was pretty fucked up after uh, Club Thirty Three. <laughs> But not like too fucked up, you know. Like I didn't want to be walking around Disneyland like an idiot and like being a part of the problem. This was our, uh, this was like the picture we took with our bus boy and uh, our waitress Kristen. Uh, they were super awesome. So like that's in that's in Disneyland. Like you looks like you're like at like a like a art museum type of thing. Uh, so it was really sick and awesome. Um, oh, this was. Oh, this was the swordfish. This is what I should have got. This is what I regret. So I got that like chicken salad thing. Uh, this was the swordfish. Oh, come on. Uh, this was the swordfish. Oh, fuck. Looks good, though. The sauce. Uh, it was delicious. Like, it was so good. Like, and like, that's what we were doing, too. We were like, okay, let me have a bite of yours. Like, okay, like, you want to bite? Like, yeah, we were just kind of swapping. This is what I should have gotten for the appetizer. I think this was like the best thing on there. So this is like the salmon um, thing you could have got or the soup. Uh, so like on top of that, it's like a nice potato, apparently. Potato. Like a, it, and it was really good. Um, I'm, I normally do not like cold salmon. Like, do you like a salmon bait? What, what are those like? Uh, you get a bagel and it has like locks on locks. it or something. I um, normally am not a big salmon guy delicious dude it i love almost me, made me like it almost like changed my opinion on like cold salmon like it was so good like normally i'm like like that looks gross i'm not eating that even though i won't try it but i was like <laughs> it's gonna be good like if there's any place i'm gonna eat it it's gonna be fucking here um so and you still didn't order it yeah i didn't <laughs> <laughs> but i tried it that's what um Oh, this was like I think like a like a caramel cake that somebody got. Um with like a honeycomb in it or something like that. I'm trying to see if there's any other pictures. Miss me with the caramel. I'm trying to see if there's anything else I have here from Club 33 specifically. Um was any of the rest of Disney different? But what, or uh, so like that was. I had I hadn't been to Disney like five years. Um. Oh, and then also, um, about Club Thirty Three, real quick. Uh, we go uh to buy merch because at Club Thirty Three they have exclusive merch that you can only buy at Disneyland. And you know, the sneakerhead in me goes, exclusive merch. What's the resale? Resale. <laughs> yeah. So basically, in my, I had I'm like, all right, how much does this shit sell for? Uh, so like, and like, you know, Disney has premium pricing, but in there, dude, it wasn't like obscene. Like they had like a little backpack in there that was like $65 and like the most expensive thing, which my dad wanted, of course, uh, was like this golf, like windbreaker jacket type of thing. So, and I think that was like 150, uh, but that windbreaker on eBay sells for like $350 the backpack sells for like $400. The ears I have upstairs sell for like $100. Uh, 
So the resale market be crazy. <laughs> but my family is crazy Disney nuts. Like my family, the fact I got to eat at Club 33, my parents were so jealous. They were like, Robert, do you even know like what that is? Can you send me pictures of all the merch they have there? Like all this <laughs> type of stuff. So I ended up breaking the bank at uh, the merch store thinking I'm going to resell it all. All my parents claimed basically everything. But I told them basically like how much the stuff was and they're like that I planned on reselling it for. And they're like, all right, then we'll pay for like what you bought. So they basically just got it. And then it wasn't, it didn't dawn on me till I got home. I like laid down to look at all the stuff I got from Club 33. I was like, I didn't get anything for myself. <laughs> uh, so That's Club 33 hustle was super awesome. Yeah. Which is like fine. Like I got to experience that. You know what I mean? Like I got to do it. Which I think in itself is way got, more. An experience. Yeah, that's what I got exactly. That's what I told myself to get me through the pain. <laughs> uh, so, in terms of things that have changed since I last been to Disneyland, it's been about like four or five years since I've been to Disneyland. And when I last was at Disneyland, they had just broke ground for Star Wars Land. Like it was basically all like blocked off, and it was basically like, yeah, we just put a shovel in the ground, and that's basically what we have done to Star Wars Land. Um, Star Wars Land was fucking awesome. Um, it, it is so cool, dude, how like immersive it is and stuff. Like it, it truly is like unbelievable. Like, like the kind of, the kind of stuff you can do there, man. Um, and at California Adventures too, they have Avengers Campus where it's not. So like with the, the, the difference between, I would say Star Wars Land and Avengers Campus is, Disney's lands like Star Wars land, you literally feel like you're in Star Wars. Like you you're you are immersed into it. At Avengers of Campus, it's like, oh, like there's the Guardians ride that kind of looks interesting, but like you could yeah, I'm at an amusement park and it's Marvel. Uh, which is like what they're trying to change. They're, they have like a billion dollar like renovation happening to Avengers of Campus to make it like more like that. Um so uh everybody says you have to ride ride uh Rise of the Resistance. So Star Wars ride? Yes. It's like the number one Star Wars ride. Like everybody says it's the best ride at Disneyland. Uh so I think you guys have probably seen it, like where people like take pictures of their in the Star Destroyer and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really cool, like how you how they get you into there. It's not like you just walk through a door, like like you probably have seen it a million times. You go, oh, that's like cool. But like the way they get you into that place is really, really cool. Like it is one of those things where it's like, that's Disney magic type of shit. Like it's super cool. But get this, the ride breaks down uh, when we get to that. So there's like- Refunds. I when, you're, when you're like in a line for this ride, there's a part where you go into like a junker ship and you take off in the junker ship and you go into space and then you run into a Star Destroyer. The Star Destroyer brings you in a tractor beam and then like puts you into there and then the door opens and you're in the Star Destroyer. So that's like part of the ride. Halfway during that, dude, the audio just cuts out. So there's like like big old explosions and stuff like that. And the little like uh, it's a trap guys looking around like like just and there's like no sound. So it's like, ah, so like something's wrong. Magic's dead. Yeah, and so like normally when you get when the when the ride opens, it's just you and your group that you're with essentially, uh, and you're in the Star Destroyer. We come out, there's just 
a hundred people in there, like just waiting around and stuff. Uh, apparently the rides broke down. Um, so we get like, oh, you get a refund of your lightning pass and you can yada, 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 get back on if the ride opens. Uh, slight problem with that. It's like eight o'clock, right? And the ride doesn't, and the ride already closes at 10. So, and my cousin was telling me, oh, when this ride goes down, it's at least two hours. So chances are we're not going to be able to ride it, which was fine. Cause I was, cause I'm going to be back there uh, Wednesday, not next Wednesday, but like the Wednesday after that. So about like two weeks from now. Uh, with Sydney because we're going with my cousin for like his wedding and stuff like that. How many times have you gone? You think? In my life, probably around thirty to forty. Um, that's crazy. And th- that's why I said like from the age of like four to like twelve, I was going to Disneyland at least four or five times a year. I hate. I just don't like you. <laughs> well, you live next Rob, to too, right? At that point, because Rob's like, because Rob's like, Rob's like talking about this kid. This kid, this kid's on his Game Boy. He's just, some kids just got everything. Yeah, yeah I've been to Disneyland like 30, kid. 40 times. Yeah, trust me. Like, well, and my dad like worked for the airlines too, so like we didn't have to pay for airline tickets, and that was the reason why we were able to go to Disneyland so much. Because he would always say like, "Oh, we didn't buy plane tickets here, so let's just go to Disneyland." And that's like what we always did as kids, because like all my cousins lived in California, and they all have like, there's three different families, each have like three kids, so like it was always just like. And they all had like season passes or whatever. So it was just like, oh, let's just go to Disneyland. Uh, but that's why when I got to the age of like 12 to 18, man, fuck Disneyland. Like, like I'm not, I ain't going again. I won't. Like, I'm not going Can't again. Make I can me. only ride Small World so many damn times. Uh, but then, like I said, um, when you get older and life kind of kicks you in the nuts, uh, it's like, ah, Disneyland's not bad. Uh, so we weren't able to do um, uh, Rise of the Resistance, but I have to say, dude, my favorite ride at Disneyland or like California Adventure, like whatever they call it, because uh, there's like two parks, uh, is the Spider-Man ride, dude. You'll have to like look it up sometime, but basically, you know those games where like you shoot at a screen and like, or like you shoot at like a little thing and it's like, yeah. you got points. Okay, so take that and multiply it by like, a thousand. So basically, Spider-Man uh, releases all these things, and you have to help Spider-Man like destroy all these things. And he gives you these web slingers. So basically, you sit in a 3D car ride, you put on 3D glasses, and you just go like, and you point at the screen in front of you, and you do this. And web will come out, not from like from you, but on the screen, like it'll point and shoot your web wherever you're shooting. Like it's this. the magic, baby. You web comes this. out of your hands. You're just doing this. And, like, it's shooting the little, like, things. It was one of the genuinely the most impressive things I've seen. Like, there was no – it's not like you go like this and then, like, 0.20 seconds later or, like, half a second later you see a thing going. It's pretty simultaneous, like, of just going, like, just shooting everything, dude. It was – it was unbelievable. I was genuinely super impressed by that ride. Um, I also got to build a lightsaber at Disneyland. This was like my time at Disneyland where it's like, I normally don't do it because it's expensive, but it's my cousin's bachelor party. I didn't have to pay for Disneyland tickets because Woody, who works there, got us in. Uh, I didn't have to pay for flights because my dad, uh, you know, put me on standby list, which was sick. Shout out to you, John. Um, I didn't have to pay for a lodging or a hotel. For the first like two nights, cause I was staying at my uncle and aunt's house. 
Uh, they were cooking dinner every night and wanted to get me food. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like, whatever. <laughs> so it was basically like the only time in Disneyland history I was able to be Souvenir Silly. Or, oh, uh, dang, Sound. I was going to say Souvenir Sandy. But I said Souvenir Silly. Uh, so there's a picture of me with like all my souvenirs. Uh, I'm going to try and find it. It's super funny. Um, and it genuinely was an awesome time. Best, I think it's probably the best time I ever had at Disneyland. So this is uh, this is me with all my souvenirs. So you can't tell. That, so it looks like it's like a little. Um, Are those your club thirty three years? Yes. Uh, because like I wanted to walk around club thirty three years because then if people know people know you know what I mean it's like one of those if you know you know. Oh my things. god! I was really worried about somebody just like grabbing them and like. Like that? <laughs> the, the oh my god! That. Someone got him! Someone got him! They took a. The timing on they that took is his impeccable! Ass. Oh my god! <laughs> they just yoinked him. They just yoinked his ass last second. Club so thirty three came after me. I think yeah, you were already like they're gonna come and boom. Yeah, I was just afraid they were gonna come and swoop my ears. Uh, that and didn't happen. Yeah, and my internet. I should have been worried about that. Um, so. Uh, it was genuinely a great time at Disneyland. Um, I, I understand why people stand, you know, like the weird stands, you know what I mean? Like there are people who stand it and I always kind of thought they were weird. Uh, but I get it. I get it now. Seems like uh, you also went on the mind, wa- mind, um, brainwashing ride. Yeah, I think I you did. You come back here at um, Disney, you're like, it's great. You should go buy this. Like the, the. The Disney magic is real. Like you go in and you build a lightsaber. I have a video of it. Oh, so, I've seen it many times. I hate you. You went with the so, purple crystal, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to. Oh, it was so funny. So like, uh, like our side, um, we're like uh, all picking our Kyber crystals and all that kind of stuff. And this guy goes like, "Which one did you go with?" He's like, "It. It's like violet." Which one did you go with? Violet. Which one did you go with? Violet. Gets to me. Which one did you go with? Violet. Gets to my cousin. Which one did you go with? Violet. And then this, he's like, I fuck with this side, basically. Like, but didn't say it like that. But he's like, hey, this side is, uh, knows what's up. Uh, so that was really cool. It, it, It's so, like, magical, man. Like, it was really, like, cool. And you really genuinely feel like you're truly building, like, your own unique lightsaber. So, like, let me find it in the video here. So like this is like the best part. So like you walk up. Oh wait. You walk up. So he's like kind of giving you like the backstory of like like why you're building this lightsaber and stuff like that. And like he was a really good actor. Like he was super into his job. You walk up to like your lightsaber after you build it. And then you like turn it on. And then like the little thing opens to you taking out your lightsaber. And then like you kind of just see everyone's lightsabers like that. It's fucking cool like i think it cuts to me here and i'm literally just cheesing (laughs) (laughs) i'm literally i like in the moment i was like i'm gonna cut somebody's hand off with this thing accidentally (laughs) like it it was genuinely and then like you have like four that you can build from oh come on folks back uh you can like choose four to build from like a sith one and a jedi one or a wookie inspired one or like a junker one i think it was i forget what the fourth one is 
so you can all kind of like build it in unique pieces. They only give you like really like so much to customize. It's not like, all right, here's 20 different hills. It's more like here's two different hills. Here's three different uh, top parts. Here's three different bottom parts. So like everyone kind of genuinely looks the same. Um, I don't have it with me because I left it in California because I how the fuck am I going to carry that on a plane? Uh, so when my mom drives to the wedding, she's going to drive it back up for me. Uh, but yeah, I took the Kool-Aid at Disneyland is the short story of this and I'm about it. So like, uh, we're going to be back there, uh, in like about a week or so. Uh, so if you guys want any souvenirs from Disneyland, let me know. I've never experienced the magic. So, you know, I, I'm living through you right now, dude. And the only time I can ever experience that magic is if I go get to build my own lightsaber myself. So, which is probably, you know, and it's pretty. Who crazy. knows when the? Who knows when that's gonna fucking happen? Oh, and what was really cool? Uh, he wanted me to say hi to you guys when we did the podcast. Actually, um, oh, I met a fan right before a uh, lightsaber building. It was really cool. No, oh, I thought you meant the guy doing the lightsaber. No, <laughs> no. And uh, while you just, wield this, be sure to tell your podcast. Say hello to Mister Fruit and Blue Westlow. One of you will know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just like a like a. He was like sixteen, seventeen. Just came up. He's like, "Are you Rob from Fruit and Blue?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, dude." So we had like a little bit of a conversation. Are those Club like, Thirty Three years, dude. Yeah, he's like at the podcast, like say say hi to Blue and Fruit for me. So hello, from, hey bud, uh, which is Hola. really cool. And then my cousins and all the like uh, groomsmen were like watching that, like, and, like they just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And it's, I think it's He's kind of so over. I, cool. I still think it's cool, but it's also like you know, I'm just a guy. You know what I mean? Because like Woody, who like plays like or is friends with all these other characters at the park. He says like how cool it is to have like kids and people like walk up to him. He goes, but they're coming for like my friend, you know, they're not coming for me. He goes, I can only imagine what that's like. And I was like, it's very humbling and very cool, but it's definitely something that I don't take for granted at all. So Disneyland was super cool. Um, you gotta, you guys gotta go sometime. I, and tr- for me, dude, the coolest one was the, the webs the web slinger one, but I didn't, cause I didn't get to do rise of the resistance. Uh, they have the millennium Falcon ride, the smugglers run. I got kind of sick, man. Like I don't, really? I think you would hate that one in particular, Christian. I think that one would get, if it made me motion sickness. Oh bro. Yeah. Like, it would. Cause I, like, it got to the point where it was like 10 seconds left in the ride and it's kind of dying down and like you're landing and stuff. I was like, if this has another sequence, <laughs> man, I might fucking throw up. And I was like, Oh, thank God it's fucking done. Like, thank God. I'll just and then strap I some Dremamine Ga- with me. Yeah. And so like, I did the Guardians of the Galaxy ride too. And that's like the dropping one where it's like, what? And like, that was the one where like, it, it did like two more drops. And I was like, if this has like three more drops, <laughs> then I'm going to fucking, I can't do this anymore. So, I'm like, sick. And that, that was like at like 10 o'clock anyway. So like, I was like, all right, like. I'm fucking done. Like that was the point. Like, cause I feel like at Disneyland you you hit that wall where it's like, I want to be home. Like <laughs> I'm done with this shit. I'm gonna fucking puke if I don't get home. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's really fun though. Uh, I had a genuinely good time. I think it was the best time I've ever had in Disneyland ever. Wow, and that's yeah. a, a, out of a lot of things. Uh, yeah, exactly. So you heard it here first. Just go to Club Thirty Three for it. <laughs> yeah, just get just get a membership. Yeah. 
Not that big of a deal. Well, I'm I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. Welcome back. I we took a, you. a lot more time than I thought it would, but it was just a really good day at Disneyland. Disney Magic. Hey, I'm sure that check is in the mail for you. Don't worry. <laughs> I appreciate you. And Mick, Mickey's signing himself right now. But there are some parts of Disney that I do miss. Like, I, I wish there was a fast pass still. They got rid of that. You got to do like online reservations now on your phone. Like, it's kind of stupid. Like, there's some weird things that I, I don't really like. Yeah, I wouldn't know the Disney tech if I went. So, yeah, it's, I'd yeah, there's a lot of like little regular tech, that little nuances that you could do back in the day that you just can't get away with. Like, I'm from the fast pass era where it's like, oh, you get a fast pass to this. And then you can go get a fast pass to this one in the afternoon and then get a fast pass for this one in the evening, plan your days around those. Like, you, can, you can't do that anymore. That was the, the audacity. I yeah, know. I'm a Disney noob nowadays. Back in the day, I used to know my shit, but not anymore. Well, uh, I know we have to end. I'll uh, use code you, Rob uh, when I go. So you want to do, I know there wasn't a ton we could get to on the list there. Uh, do you just want to go to Q&A because I know you have to leave soon? Let's do it. Okay. Um, Johnny Appleseed says, I love the hip, uh, the uh, hypothetical. That's just a weird one to look at on the <laughs> paper. Hypothetical fight night episode. Any chance we could see more? Also, I love the costumes and character work on Fruit Plays channel, Mr. Fruit. Have you ever thought about doing community theater? I haven't. Um, that's That's my Disney magic, you know. It's um, <laughs> kind of scuffed, isn't it? Yeah, like Spaceman Fruit. Yeah. Like, it's like a dollar fruit. store kind of Disney magic. Um, no, I haven't. Um, America's I never did. I feel like I never bothered, but I think I would have enjoyed like theater or something if I'd done it in school. I hadn't. Um, like that or improv classes or something. That sounds fun. I did improv classes one time in middle school, but it was one of those things where it was like an eighth of the the kids that actually showed up were actually really trying to improv. Yeah. And the other seventh eighths were just yeah. kind of like standing around too shy to like do anything. Well, that's kind of the like, thing. Like, especially, like, I mean, it's even when you're RPing in like a video game, but like, even when you're doing something like that, like, it does affect it if other people there aren't into it. Like, if everyone isn't in on it or like trying to RP or whatever it might be, whatever you're doing. If there's some people who are like, eh, this is weird. This is lame. I don't want it. And it totally ruins the vibe. Yeah. Gotta commit. And maybe we'll do like hypothetical episodes in the future. Hypothetically, of course. <laughs> uh, also, Rue uh, says, on my last ketamine trip, I was suspended in hell and my soul was drained, uh, drained to power a new universe. Very Monka W. This got me wondering, and since it's spooky season, it's pretty fitting. What's the scariest dream slash vision slash thought you've ever had? Not anything IRL traumatic, but the freakiest thing your brain has ever conjured up. I actually have a super Omega nightmare last night. Dude, I just had probably the worst nightmare I've ever had in my life just last week. Mine was, I'm telling you, the, the nightmare I had last night was pretty fucking like bad. So it was like me and Sydney went to like this Airbnb somewhere. We get kidnapped to like one of these like weird castles, like weird fit 15 BC castles, like where Arthur and the Knights like ran. You know what I mean? Like they just like, yeah. but it was like 
one of those dungeons where it's like moss on the wall, water's dripping, and it's like the cages are spiked. It sounds and basically, kinky, if anything. Yeah, and basically they would just like take us one by one and like torture us, whether that was like <laughs> ripping off my fingernails, pulling out my teeth. Like they were like doing everything to me, bro. And somehow Sydney and I escape. And then while I'm escaping, this is probably the worst part of the, uh, the nightmare. I lose my wallet. So I'm running around <laughs> looking for my wallet. I'm like, dude, we got to escape here, but I don't have my wallet. Like, how is anybody <laughs> going to know who I am? Like, how am I going to prove who I am? And then I got to get my cards back and all that. I have so You got to cancel him. Oh, my God. Yeah. And like, while I'm saying this, I have like no teeth, missing fingernails, <laughs> like legs are broken. I'm all bloody. Sydney's all bloody. Get back to our Airbnb. It's been ransacked. Uh, and then like while it's getting ransacked, I see the two people that ransacked it. I wake up. Right. I wake up in the guest bedroom. I somehow in the middle of the night moved from guest bedroom to other bedroom. I don't know. So I'm like, whoa, that was fucking crazy. Like I need to like move and I'm covered in sweat, covered in it. Uh, I get up, go to the go to like the main bedroom, fall asleep right back in the same dream, dude. <laughs> I'm chasing after the two people that just ransacked our Airbnb thinking they may know something, bro. And they're like, they're like hitting people Have on the road. Have you seen my wallet? People are freaking out, bro. I'm like somehow in a car at this point, like fucking, I don't know where I got the car, but I'm in one. And we're driving through like, it almost looks like San Francisco. Um, and then I finally catch up to these people. I'm like kicking their ass and beating them up. And the police start beating me up. And then I woke up. Appropriate. <laughs> and then I woke up. Appropriate. I mean, yeah. And, so that was probably the most, the scary stream. And like, that's so yeah. Blue, what was yours? So for, so I am very surprised I haven't had this dream sooner. Cause before I go to sleep, just about every night I'll watch like fascinating horror, great channel, <laughs> but it covers disasters. It covers like, um, Oh, the, the Mount Erebus disaster where, uh, yeah. Like 290 people dies on a flight. Uh, Ooh, the this submarine disaster where people got depressurized and exploded. Like just terrible traumatic disasters. So I have this nightmare. This is the second worst nightmare, not the worst nightmare. The second worst nightmare I had just a week ago where like I'm just living through all these random ass disasters. I'm meeting these great people, but then like at the last second, like something bad happens, or these people turn out to be making shitty bad mistakes, and like people are just dying. Like their kids are dying, like their families are dying. And I'm just here like, bro, this is traumatic as shit. Just the worst things are happening. And so I wake up and I was like, wow, that shit sucked. That wasn't even my worst dream where I'm just living through like plane crashes. I'm living through like people drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm living through people like we're in a submarine for some reason and people exploded. I I'm living through like like sh shootings like it's all terrible not the worst the worst thing that happens to me is in another dream i have just a couple days ago i go to buy pokemon booster box oh no and they're all out no oh i go to buy a pokemon booster box and i go to the cashier and i'm like and i'm like you know what? i'll buy two i've got money in the bank like i'll, I'll buy two and they're like, oh, cards declined. I'm like, what? Boom. What do you mean cards declined? Boom. I was like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, shit. So I go, I check my bank account, and I have zero, I have, like, 
maybe maybe fifty dollars in my bank account. I'm like, wait, wait, bro. I just had, I said, I just, what? Where's all my money? My money's just gone. I have money. I was like, uh, how am I gonna pay rent? I have fifty dollars in my bank account. Where did all my money go? So I'm looking at my bank account, and for some reason, like it's not stolen or anything. It's not like. I just look at it, I'm like, holy fuck, how did I spend all this money? Where did I spend all this money? Why did I spend a grand on Pokemon cards? What the fuck is wrong with me? And so anyways, the, the worst, my worst dream was that I had to like, I was like on my, looking at my bank statements, like, oh my God, I have zero dollars and rent's, and rent's due tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, that was the worst nightmare. I hated that. That was the worst. Ms. Root? Um, I haven't had any recently. I mean, I think I've talked about it. It was, uh, like that sleep paralysis. Like I was in some small European country city walls were tiny. Something's happening. Things are closing. Um, I was like hailing a cab or something, this really tiny dark alleyway. And then some guy just comes out of nowhere and like punches me and I wake up, but it was like the sleep process thing where like I was awake, but I wasn't. And then the dude, there's that dude hovering over me still. Um, but like so he scary. was faceless. And like I could, I just knew what I was looking at was death. Like he was the embodiment of death. Really spooky. That's terrifying. It was. Uh, what's your cutoff time? Three minutes ago. Like now. Okay. So we'll just cut the podcast there because you have audio and stuff. So we'll continue Sorry, the questions Stan. from the counselors next week. Um, thank you for listening. We'll uh, update you guys. There'll be a uh, good amount of stuff to talk about next week, uh, yeah. as well as um, leaving for some stuff. So we'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening and or watching. Um, and remember, use code ROB at Disneyland. We'll see you next time. <laughs> at Club 33 when you go for uh, $20,000 off. Right, of course. Tell, uh, what yeah. was your busboy? Uh, Dakota. Tell Dakota Rob sent you. Hey, I, I signed the guest book as Ravi V. I ain't fuck around, you know. <laughs> Maybe they look it up. I don't know.